I don't, I know people could, blacks could feel, what he's, I'm not a racist, that's what's so insane about this, I don't, and yet, it's said, it comes through, it fires out of me, and uh, even now in the, in, in the, in the passion and the, and the, that's here as I, as I confront myself. came up to me and says, Coach, I got diarrhea. Please. 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 That is a great question, and I love that you're thinking about that. Uh, drink as much milk as your little belly can hold. At all times, drink as much milk as your could be chocolate milk, could be uh, could be the two percent, but the the ideal is the whole milk. That's the ideal, as much as your little belly can hold. Thank you. show another tuesday night here in march of 2019 what are we doing tonight 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 tiny crime and teeny punishment that's what we're talking about what are the little things that were done or that you did that you got away with or someone got away with doing to you? Not the big ones, just the little ones. We'll talk about those. And the number 
201-332-3484. we got full phones right now, but that will not stay the case. So call in, be a part of the show. My name's Tom. I'm the host of tonight's episode, and we are going to get this thing started now because it is the best show. So let the best show begin. Thank you. Tuesday night here in March 2019, spring. Winter's ending, spring is showing up. Yeah, that's how the seasons tend to work. That's kind of how it's been going on for uh, a little bit. Uh, the phone number 201-332-3484 here. And tonight we're talking about Tiny crime and teeny punishment. Little little things. Little things. Little things you did or that were done to you. 
Not looking for major, major things. Looking for the minor ones that you don't talk about. But we're going to talk about them tonight. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. So we will do it. So let's do it, right? What did we just hear? Oh, we just heard. The Cheap Nasties. This is an album. Uh, Last week we played... uh, some Australian rock baby grand was uh, some proto punk featuring uh, Steve Kilby and uh, Peter Cops of the Church, and that was put out by Hozak Records. And this week we heard the Cheap Nasties, uh, also Australian. This is early uh, pre scientists. Uh, so what do we got here? We got. Uh, Kim Salmon's in this, and this is great. And Hozak also put this out, Hit and Run. The name of the record. Hit and Run on the Cheap Nasties album, first time on LP. Hozak does it again. You did it again, Hozak. How do you do it? How do they do it? But they always do it. I don't know how, but they always do. Gotta love them. And that was great. That's the good stuff. And we play the good stuff here. We don't play the bad stuff. Just the good stuff. Not gonna tune in and hear... Uh, string cheese incident. Or what else. Whatever else you might be terrified to hear. Not going to hear that. Nah. Just the good stuff. Put that in quotes. Mike, Mark, write that down. We only play the good stuff. We only play... And that means none of your garbage either. What? We play the top shelf stuff. Not the... The stuff you... The stuff you want to hear. We're not going to play, Mike. Not going to play Dark Star. 75 minutes. Who's good here, Mike? They're all good. Good. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. They're all good. Best show. Hi. Hi, this is Tom. It is. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Jack in Chicago. Jack in Chicago. What's up, Jack? I was calling in about the topic. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, tiny crimes, teeny punishments. This was I did I didn't really punish for this crime because it was so teeny, but uh, when I was in college, uh, I have an identical twin brother, mm-hmm. and uh, one night uh, my brother came to hang out with my friends and I couldn't be there because I was out on a date, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess he had too much fun and got really drunk at a party and uh, everybody who didn't really know me or know that I had a brother thought it was me. Yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like, you know, I was mad at him, because, but I couldn't really bring it up to people and say, hey, I have a brother, and he's the one who treated you rudely, because he didn't do anything that rude. But um, No, but you still you still engineered uh, some, some, uh, some deception. By having a brother in the first place? No, by, did you tell him to go to the thing? No, he was going to come up to, like, hang out with me, 
And I told him I was busy, but he just hung out with my friends instead. But he never said he wasn't you? I think he did, but it's more like people who didn't know us. Maybe it was a crowded party. I wasn't there. But, um... So there's literally nothing that happened here except that your brother went to a party you couldn't go to, but he happens to look like you. He happens to look like me, and it, it wasn't really a crime, I guess. But it was, uh, it, it was, uh, it was a, an inadvertent kind of um, identity theft, I guess. Well, did he misrepresent himself? He didn't misrepresent himself, but I feel like he misrepresented me. He's, but why? By not declaring preemptively that he wasn't you? No, ultimately there's nothing that he could have done. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know what he did that would be anything. He, he just likes to get rowdy, and okay. uh, I guess he was rude to some people. Okay. And people were like, oh, you, you know. And they thought someone Jack came up was to me rude. And, they thought Jack was rude that me. night. Yeah. Someone came up to me and said, you had a, I heard you, you know, drank too much of the party last weekend. And I said, no, it was my twin brother. And I got a sense they didn't believe me. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, what would be the punishment for that? Well, what do you think the punishment should be? Um, maybe that I, I would get to... In- infiltrate his life? Infiltrate his life? Yeah, I guess so. And what would you do? What would you do? I don't think I would be that chaotic or anything because, you know, ultimately I'm I'm talking about him when we were 19. You know, I don't really act like that anymore. Um, I don't know. Maybe send some emails. uh, Yeah, but you don't have to win to do that. That's true. You just need uh, someone's password. Yeah. Um, now you you uh, this this one might this one might have sailed, buddy. Uh, this, this one, yeah, this I don't. I, I don't happen. feel. Yeah, you might want to just realize nothing really happened that night, other than people thought you were slightly more rowdy than usual. Yeah, I think and this call might have been a dud. And that's it. It uh, no, it's not. This call was like a, a clearing of the throat. Yeah, I got to tell you, I've never tried to call in before, and I thought it was it was less that the topic spoke to me and more that I was thinking, what could I possibly dredge up from my life that has to do with the topic because I was nervous about calling. Yeah, don't worry, you did you did fine, you did fine, buddy. Thanks, Tom. All right, you have you have a grand evening. Best show, hi. Hello. Hey, Tom. Hey, yes. Hey, all right. Sorry, setting up the, uh, making sure we don't get the uh, speaker feedback. Oh, oh Hi, uh, this is Mac in Brooklyn. Mac in Brooklyn. Yes. What's up, Mac? Well, this is going all right. I guess we had uh, Jack and Mac back to back. Um, but, yeah, it's going okay. How, how are you? I close I came to just hanging up on you. I, no I didn't mean I it. I didn't mean it. My finger. I actually moved my finger toward it, and then just didn't do it. For some reason, that that uh, I didn't like that. Ugh, under the wire. All back right. And Mac back to back. What are you, John? Stone? Again, yeah, it just happened. Uh, enjoyed uh, hearing you with Todd uh, on uh, starting the marathon off. Yeah, that's right. I I 
I uh, did a thing on the WFMU fundraising marathon, which is happening right now. And uh, it, uh, if you, uh, you could, you could always, uh, you know, I guess who's on now? Nate is on. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Nate's on. Uh, right at this moment? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm telling you. Nate is on. Our friend Nate Decay. You can know if people should donate. Uh, if they're going to support WFMU, do it now during our friend Nate Decay's uh, shift. And then, uh, but put in the comments that uh, that the best show sent you. Yeah, get him towards that goal. Yeah, yeah, man. Get him towards that goal. So, what, what's going on, Mac? What do you got for me, buddy? Uh, so I uh, have uh, more of a more of a perceived crime, although maybe uh, maybe I would say that it's a a tiny crime against me. But uh, anyway. Um, I was a, I had a band in eighth grade, so mm-hmm. age like thirteen, fourteen, um, and we uh, we had you know kind of a, a fight with uh, one of the other members who then left the band, um, my friend and schoolmate, who then uh, accused me of stealing one of his riffs for a song that we were playing. How old are um, you now? You're thirteen. Yeah. And you got accused of stealing a riff. Yeah, by uh, by my, I mean, we then stopped being friends, you know, for a little bit because acrimony. But um, but yes, we we played a song at the uh, school uh, talent show, um, and he said that it was a riff that he had uh, that he had uh, written while he was in the band. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had kind of a fight in the uh, you know public row in the uh, rocker area. Um, he then said to me, "Have you ever heard of a poor man's patent?" And then said that he had actually recorded the riff, mm-hmm. uh, burned it to a CD, mailed and then mailed himself, it to himself didn't open the envelope. Uh, so that he could prove the timing just in case I stole it later on. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you should have said? Take me to court. Yeah, well, I, I did. Uh, you said that? Obviously, you know, it didn't actually escalate that way. But he didn't have anything. Also, he showed me the riff, and they were very different. Um, What's the riff? Give I mean, me, there were punk the songs written sing, by 13 year olds, so obviously. Sing, sing the riff to me. <clears throat> All right, so uh, my riff uh, for a don't song called this, and don't, and don't fake this. If you fake this, you're out. What, the, the, the if music? Start, if you start doing a comedy routine with your riff. Oh. <laughs> All right, no, ahead, okay. Go ahead now. Go ahead. So we had a song called Angst. Very embarrassing. Um but my song went, uh, you know, and that repeated. Okay. What his, because he it? got his guitar out, was, what was he trying to communicate which, with aliens with that? 
It's like it's I, I don't know, Dwayne. That's my guitar noise. It's like Close Encounters. You tell him. You tell him he's got to take it up with uh, uh, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> he's ripping. Steven I mean, it's, I'm sure they're like uh, you know uh, eight bad religion songs that use both of those things. Yeah, but they were not the same. Um, so I was sticking up for the principle of the matter. Um, we then, you know, did the normal things that children would do. We didn't didn't talk for I don't know a week or something, and then. Uh, he eventually invited me to be a sideman in his new project that was much more uh, intellectual than mine. And you're you're how old now? Fourteen. Fourteen, yeah. How how um how more intellectual could it have been for a fourteen year old? It was just that Did it, have it a was Monty Python line melodic. In it? it was like um like who did it sound like? Uh... I don't know, U2 or something? So it sounded like, so the first band sounded like who? We wanted to sound like Minor Threat, but none of us could play that like So that first band sounded like a terrible version of Minor Threat. Yeah, and then we did some things that sounded like the Stooges, too, because we got into them. so it had some terrible versions of Stooges in it. Yeah, some real, yeah. One of my great regrets is that we messed up recording a song at the time, and uh, my friend did, he sang, the bassist sang, and then he got embarrassed about it, so he wanted me to do it instead. Yeah. So we deleted that, and then it turned out we couldn't get the memory back on the little memory card in the recording thing. So we did briefly have a pre-broken, an unbroken 13-year-old voice doing like an Iggy Pop routine. And that is which would be amazing to have now, but now we just the have the guitar, yeah. which has some overlong guitar solos and, you know, yeah. so, Ron so Ashton so fashion. Your band stunk, and then you, he started a new one that sounded like a bad version of U2. And then, yeah, more or less. Yeah. He wouldn't call it a band, though. He called it a, a, a project. So he's a, yeah, he was pretentious. Pretentious guy. Uh-huh. Pretentious little kid. Yeah. What are you doing um, now? So you pals did, with them uh, now? You mend fences? You pals with them now? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're still friends. Um, yeah, I see him when... Uh... Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. What's hey. up? Oh, not a whole lot. To whom am I speaking? You're speaking to Robert in Edison. Robert, what's going on tonight? Uh, not much. I wanted to add something to the topic. You're talking about tiny crimes? Yeah. Okay, so I was just pulled off a couple of days ago in Edison on Route One. Kind of know where that is, right? Yeah, I'm familiar with uh, with uh, Route One in Edison. Sure. What, what's going on? So um, I was going a little too fast. Yeah. And I was a little too bright in my eyes. I didn't see the actual like speedometer. So a cop pulled me over, and I had the embarrassment to pull over into, I think, a Nissan uh, place, and they had to say, like, do you know how, you know how much uh, you were doing? And that's like the, that's almost like the grandfather saying, like, you know how bad you did? Do you get that? Yeah, yeah. The cop said, do you know how fast you were going? Yeah. And what did you do? Do you know how fast you were going? And I was kind of weird, and 
I had to stay there for like 15 minutes. And ultimately, they left me off with a warning ticket, which was great. Okay. But I, like the, the crux of this is that I was shaking so much. Mm-hmm. I was so violently shaking because I did not actually get a ticket since I was like, I don't know, 10 years earlier. Okay. So, so the streak's still alive. That, you did it. You beat the rap. I beat the rap, yeah. But, I mean, had you ever gotten a ticket? Yeah, of course I have. I went the last time you got one. What are you, a cop? Get off my phone, you rude creep. What a weirdo. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. This is it. This might be it. Let's we'll see how these next three calls go. This might be an early one. This might be a 20-minute wonder. Best show. Hi, Tom. It's Kat from Raleigh. Hey, Kat from Raleigh. How are you? Fine. I'm, I'm, well, I mean, I've had some ups and downs in my uh, personal life. Um, I hope the fact that, like, the last time I called, I kind of flamed out wasn't, like, a bad omen, given that you've had a, a few uh, duds come your way. But um, I'll do my best. So that's all you can do. All you can do is do your best. Yeah. Um, also, it was kind of a relief that I've sort of uh, figured out that this is way more about stuff like mischief, shenanigans, monkey shines, if you will, rather than actual literal crimes. Yes. Because otherwise, I was going to talk about something rather serious. Exactly. No, this is this is just the the light stuff. That last guy okay. calling about a, getting a ticket, that was too big. That was too big of a thing. Yeah, then the one I was going to mention otherwise was definitely going to be too big. But I got a good one instead. I'm all ears. What do you got? What happened? Okay, I was a very petty, small child. Okay. I it was in kindergarten, and I hadn't gotten to be a student of the day and for some reason, I was particularly jealous of this one kid that got to be student of the day before me. I don't think I was particularly zeroing in on him. It's just like... Go ahead. Hello? All right. What happened there? That's just... I don't know. Best show. Uh, hi, Tom. Hi, yes. Hi, yeah. I'm calling for tonight's uh, main dial. Yeah. I'm calling from Brooklyn. I'm calling for team. What do we got? What do we got, buddy? Well, I got, I got a choice between either, um, for either way, I got a crime committed against me or one I committed over the course of two years, and both of them involved the school I went to, so. Okay. Um, all right, so I guess for, for the one, the crime I committed, I guess, uh, so I was, I was a very broke college student, so I, you know, I, I went to a school that had notoriously the worst uh, food in America, according to, I think, one of those, like, Princeton Review or College Review things. Uh, we failed the health inspection most years. Uh, so I, I stopped in... What school was this? Uh, I, I guess it's, uh, Fordham, uh, you know. I have mixed, mixed feelings about the place for sure. Okay, all right. Uh, so I, uh, so after after a while, I stopped doing a meal plan, obviously because it was, it was horrible. But then I realized it was, it was too broke to usually afford 
uh, food that was lazy and, you know, uh-huh. quickly done. So I didn't feel too bad about the idea of, like, you know, occasionally just flipping into the cafeteria. But I was too much of a coward to do it, like, the normal dignified way of just walking in. Uh, so instead, I kind of realized that when they slice it hard um, to get in there, if you're making, like, conversation or small talk or whatever, they're usually not looking and just swipe it and move you on. So they wouldn't see that I had no money on the card. I can't, you know, I can't uh, understand you. Your phone is so tinny, my friend. Oh, uh, one, one second. Let me, let me fix that. Is that better? Yeah, that's that sounds like a normal phone now. All right. Yeah, that's, I, th- I was trying to use one of those headset things. Much why, would you worth use, it, yeah. why would you use a headset? You're I don't know. A, you're you know, calling a show. You're calling it. You, you don't think I want good audio here? <laughs> I thought the audio would be better. I was I was begging on that. I feel let down by the quality of the, of the microphone there. But uh, that's my bad. Right, you're out of here. Best show. Hello, Hi, Tom. Hi, yes. Welcome. How's it going? Oh, fantastic. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Jeremy in Queens. Jeremy in Queens. What's up, Jeremy? Uh, not much. It's um, it's been like a pretty. I just found out that my brother is going to have a daughter. Okay. Wow. Well, and it's got me like incredibly uh I think also like the weather changing. Beshao, hi. Hi, uh this is Sean in Madrid. How are you doing, Tom? Uh, I'm good. What's up, Sean? Uh nothing much. I'm just uh hanging out. Nothing much is going on tonight. Okay. What can I do for you, buddy? I actually have one for the topic. Yeah. Uh, I uh, so like I said, I'm in Madrid. I'm studying here for the semester. And uh, the other night, me and a couple of buddies, we went out to a bar, hanging out. Then I realized it was getting pretty late, so I decided to get and find my way home. Uh, stepped outside and called myself an Uber. Had my phone in my pocket after I. You know, put it in my pocket after I called an Uber. And I'm standing there waiting for the Uber. It eventually arrives. And get in the Uber. And I check my pockets. And, yeah, my phone's not there anymore. So I had been pickpocketed here, which is pretty common. So not a huge deal. So um, the next day, I, you know, phone the police, tell them whatever this happened. And then that very night, I go out again with some friends. Uh, we go to a restaurant get some food, and I'm on my way home, and some guy tries to, he's talking to me, uh, it's pretty common here, people walk up, guy walks up to me with like a thing saying, hey, uh, free discotheque, a free bar here, like we can get a free shot, he's walking up to me very closely, and again, a guy tries to pickpocket my wallet from me, and it's just, and I push him away, but then it's just like, seems all too common here, seems all too common that people are trying to steal stuff from you. Uh-huh. Well, that's pretty much it. I, I then that's I went great. home. I mean, that's, that's great. That's great. It's right. Or couldn't be less on point for what we're talking about. Couldn't be less on point. Here we go. Best show. Hello, best show. Yes. Hey, Tom. Yes. Hi. Hi. It's uh, David from Manhattan. David from Manhattan. What's up, David? Oh, 
Not too much, but I have a pretty good one for the topic. I thought you might be interested. So let's hear it. What do you got? Okay. So I'm basically, yeah, this happened a while ago. I was dating my wife at the time, and we were at a wedding in a church, and I had bought these really expensive shoes. Right Now, I was worried because it was raining that day that the shoes were going to get ruined. Mm -hmm. So I bought galoshes. Now, I'm not a guy that usually wears galoshes, so I kind of felt, you know, a little weird about them. But I spent so much money on the shoes, I figured, let me just get the galoshes. So we go to the church. It's a long wedding. And after about an hour or so, it's over. Oh, but I had taken my galoshes off, right, because I wanted people to see my new shoes. I was really proud of them. So I put the galoshes under the bench. I'm Jewish, so the terminology might not be right on, but I put them under the, the bench. And Pew. after yeah. the wedding was over, yeah. about an hour in, uh, it's pouring outside. I look down and get my galoshes, and they're gone. And I looked at my wife, and I said, I can't believe that in a church, you know, somebody stole my galoshes in a church. Yeah, And it was pouring, I ran outside, my shoes got, I mean, they didn't get ruined, but, I mean, they were pretty damaged. And I was just so ticked off at it. So, I'm like, you know, I can't believe somebody did this. So, about a week later, okay, my wife gets a call from a friend of the family, who, by the way, is like this best-selling author, who will remain nameless for purposes of this story. But she says to my wife, hey... I heard this why, great why story. Why would you give me that and then not be able to tell me who it is? Um, I, I can't. All right, I guess I can. No, it don't. don't I want to. I don't want to put you out. I just want to let you know you're doing a weird brag that you, that you you're you're all you're doing is is taunting me with a brag. <laughs> that's okay. Just know it. Just I, know that's what I you didn't did. mean. I didn't mean to taunt. I'll give you. I, oh fine, no, I don't I'll want it now. The last name. thing I want. It's the last thing I want. But it wasn't a brag. Okay. There was a point to why I was saying she All was right, best-selling author. Then go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because this best-selling author had this great, shared this great story. Um, she's going to turn it into a short story. It's very sp spiritual. She said she was so moved by this story. The story was that at that family wedding, a friend of hers was there. He had just bought new shoes, and it started to rain in the church. And he was afraid that, oh, my God, I bought these new shoes. They were going to be ruined. And he, the service is over. He looks down, and there in front of him, an offering from God, brand-new galoshes given just to him. And he put the galoshes on. He said he just could not believe his good fortune. And his renewal in God and faith were, were as strong as they ever were. And he walked out, and his shoes were saved. And, and this, actually wife, hap this actually happened? This is somebody did this? This actually happened, and my wife said to her, those were David's galoshes. Those were not a gift from God. Are you crazy? And she just paused and said, oh, wow. Okay. I, well, maybe I won't do that story. <laughs> that was the end of it. And I'm happy to give you her, give you her name, Tom. If that's going to make it make the story better. No, 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 I don't want it now. <laughs> I don't want it. Mike wants it, but I'll call Mike back and just tell Mike.
off air. Okay. I don't want right. it. I don't care. I truly don't care. Because okay. this person sounds like a, a, a creep, a, a, a thief. Well, a thief. yeah. Yeah, I mean, just, uh, look, I, I'm not a religious person necessarily, but even if I was, that that's kind of a far-fetched story, don't you think? So they thought they thought that God just dropped some galoshes in the thing, rather than think the more practical thing would be that there's somebody there, they belong to somebody there. Exactly. So the bottom line is the guy stole galoshes. Yeah. Right. He came up with this cock and bull story that they were a gift from God, and this writer person just believed it. Just believed the whole thing. The dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. Is literally yeah. the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's that's yep. delusion. That's delusion. Oh, they're my galoshes. God put them there. No. You think God put these galoshes? They're not even in a box. They don't have your name written on them. <laughs> if God did it, God would have put the name on it. To no. this day, I just I just can't get over it. I can't I, get I, over it. No, it this such is, a this petty... is it. This is uh, this is that's a, that's a sick. That's sick. <laughs> that's sick and sad. Equal parts sick and sad. Oh. This, this author should be ashamed of themselves. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I think I'm glad I didn't give her name then. <laughs> call Mike back, though, off air. Mike, seriously, I'm not kidding, David. Please call Okay, Mike I will. I'll Mike. do that. Okay? All right, All right. Mike? All right, buddy. The dumbest thing I ever heard. The gift from God, these galoshes. You wouldn't just think they were somebody else's there? Best show, hi. Hi, this is Amber from Brooklyn. Amber from Brooklyn. How are you, Amber? Good, how are you? Fantastic. Um, I have one for the topic. Just trying to turn off the show. Um, <clears throat> so, do you want to hear it? Yes, please. Okay. So, when I was in fifth grade, I lived in Florida with my grandfather, and um, my class was having this, like, read-a-thon, and it was like, um, if we read a certain number of books, by the end of the week, we get a pizza party. And okay. for some reason, my life was just too busy and too hectic for me to read these books. I was just like, could not. So... <laughs> I forged my grandfather's signature on the papers that said I read the books. Okay. <laughs> and, and no one questioned me. No about one questioned it. you. you no. Yeah, and you, you had your pizza. Yeah, I like literally took uh, something that had my grandfather's signature, and I like I sat there and I perfectly copied exactly how he. Well, what I thought. You know, I thought in my mind that I was doing, like, this amazing job. Like, I thought I could start, like, signing his checks and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm sure. <laughs> I was so great at it. I'm sure you got away with it. We got away with it once. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so what would be the, that was the crime. You, you, yeah. You forged, you did some forgery, your grandfather's signature. <laughs> forgery. So, so you could have a pizza party. Yeah, yeah. What do you think the punishment should be on that? What should the punishment be on that one, Amber? I don't know, but my grandfather that same year had written a letter to President Reagan about me saying that I was like this amazing um, little girl who... Huh? 
Amaz- amazing forger? Yeah, yeah, an amazing forger. Like, you know, because I wrote this essay about drugs, or like not doing them, and he just thought it was so amazing that I was like 10 years old and, and being very, you know, an advocate against doing drugs. Mm-hmm. And so he wrote this letter to uh, President uh, Reagan, and then we got a letter back with a picture and, like, whatever. I mean, it wasn't actually signed by him, but, like you know, letter. it was, like, this big deal. I was even in the newspaper for it and stuff. So I feel like that, even on top of it, makes makes this forgery even worse. Like, my grandfather did this, like, amazing thing for me, and I got in the local newspaper <laughs> that I forged his signature so i don't even know what i mean no pizza for life no you can't that's too harsh of a punishment <laughs> okay <laughs> did you ever uh tell your grandfather Toronto this? pizza one time <laughs> uh-uh. no that's way too harsh you can't eat that trash <laughs> toronto trash with garbage pizza yeah weird grocery store pizza <laughs> When I got that one slice and it had it tasted like fish, when it was, had, it was supposed to have sun-dried tomatoes on it, and then it had a slight, like, sardine taste, <laughs> I could I could have crawled up in a ball. Ugh. And, I, I, you know, do you even eat fish? Yeah, I do, but Sometimes. I don't, I don't, I generally wouldn't eat sardines, and I wouldn't eat uh. them on pizza. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't even know. I don't even want to know what that could have been. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> Me neither, Amber. Well, what do you think the punishment should be for forging my grandfather's signature? Eh. Maybe you just tell everybody you're a a, 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 a dirty forger, and you'll never do it again. You just say it now. <laughs> okay, I'm a dirty forger, and I'll never do it again. There you go. You're you have paid the price now. Congratulations. Okay. All right. All right. You have a great night. You too. Bye. Night. Phone number 201-332-3484. Best show. Hi. Hi, this is Kat from Raleigh. Apparently my call dropped and I was relieved that to see on Twitter that I was not in fact gomped, so I thought no. I'd try another No, you gomped me. You hung up on me, Kat. Oh. I'm sorry, that must have been I did something funny with my face. That's all right. That's all right. You're in the middle of saying you were a, pe- you were a petty because you didn't get, what was it now? You didn't get the... Student of the day when I was in kindergarten. And so let me continue the rest of that story. So what happened? Are you there? I am. I guess I just want to make sure that you're here more all often right. so I don't accidentally oh. hang up on you with my face. I'm here. I'm here. Okay, so I was a very petty little kid. Um, like, it's not, I mean, I'd focus on this one kid who was got it before me. I didn't have any particular vendetta against him, but it's just I felt this has gone on too long. When's my day? And so I actually remember plotting against him the, the day before. And so, like, I was coming home from the grocery store with my mom when it's like that old 60s cartoon with the Grinch with that huge smile spreads across his face. That's uh-huh. sort of what I felt at the time. Sure. Yeah, and so I got a terrible, oh, like, wonderful, awful idea. And so the next day, um, as kindergartners do, we were lining up at the water fountain, 
and I made sure I was in front of him, the kid who was student of the day. And so what I did was I went to the water fountain, I filled my cheeks up like a chipmunk, and I spat it out on him. And that was the big, that was the big move. That was the big revenge move. Yes. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not, that's not great. How old were you at the time? Five. Ah, you're five. That's okay. It'll allow, oh, that has to skate. You'll learn your lesson with that, though. And I did get a teeny punishment because I had to write my name on the blackboard with a check mark. Yeah. Now, you paid your price on that. You got caught. Was did the kid freak out? Yes, but yeah. then he did something much worse to himself a couple of years later. What's that? He jumped off the back of a bench and he got a big head wound. Is he okay? I mean, he didn't. It was something that healed. I mean, he's probably fine now. But, like, it was, I mean, like, he just got a big, I mean, I used to say that he broke his head open, but no, he actually just got a big cut on his forehead. Yeah, that kid, uh, you still in touch with that kid? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> nah. Well, look, you were five. You, you, you wanted to be, you wanted to be student of the day. You didn't get what you wanted. You got a little bit of, uh, a little bit of revenge. You paid the price. You had to write your name on the chalkboard. Yeah. Sounds like an open and shut case. Justice was served. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say, Cat. <laughs> you paid you did the crime and then you did the time. I guess I'm just sometimes though I'm a little amused at uh like little me's ingenuity. <laughs> uh-huh. That you actually schemed. Yes. Yeah, that's uh that's pretty pretty uh It's 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 shocking, isn't it? That that's what you were that that's what you were like as a little kid. You were actually like a you were actually like figuring out a revenge. Yes. <laughs> Very strange. On a, on a separate occasion, I uh, like wrote a note to a guy who was mean to me with an insult that I cribbed from Calvin and Hobbes because I was reading Calvin and Hobbes at that precocious age. Mm -hmm. What was the insult? I mean, well, the insult was pig face, smelly, fathead, but I changed it to hathead because he wore a hat. But so you, but you added a little creativity to it. Yeah. Hathead. Pig face smelly hathead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 not that's not the greatest. Mm-hmm. But at least you you softened it with hat or or personalized it with hat. Mhm. Yeah. You 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 wouldn't do that now. Yeah, and it's, what's weird is that for the rest of my schooling career I was pretty much a goody two shoes. Mm -hmm. Well, because you, because you, you had your you had you went through your your uh, your rebellious stage. You were five. That was your that was your those were those were your uh, troubled years. You, you were five. That's when you were a uh, a menace to society. 
I, yeah, I never had teenage rebellion because I was so repressed. I had it in my early 20s instead. Well, you get it when you get it. I'm still waiting. <laughs> I'm still waiting for mine. <laughs> All right. Make your own rebellion. What's that? Just, just make it yourself. You don't have to wait. Eh, I'm waiting. It'll show up. One point. I'm going to go nuts. I'll go too far, though. Hmm. I don't have perspective. <laughs> oh, and, and, uh, hit Mike over there with a folding chair. <laughs> well, you do know some wrestlers. Yeah, few. I know a few wrestlers. I'm troubled by how hard you laughed at that. Like you want to see, like you, like you, uh, you want to see that. It's an amusing image. He would do it to sell some calendars. I know he would do it. If I probably said that he could sell, I'd sell one calendar, if I, if Mike sells one calendar, I'll crack a chair over his head. He'd be like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> no. All right, Kat, I'm going to get the phones. I got all the phones lit up. I'm going to go back to the hot phones. Okay. Okay. Have a good all time. Right, and I hope too. I never hang up on you with my face oh, again. I hope not also. You have a great day. All right. Bye. Right. Yeah, we're talking about the teeny crimes and tiny punishment. The little things uh, that were either done to you or that you did. And why did I bring this up? Well, because this is what happened to me uh, a few weeks ago. I goes to a pizza place, right? A pizza parlor. To get myself some pizza pie. Not an entire pizza pie. So I goes into this place. And I say, I'd like... A pizza pie, but not a pizza pie. I said, I'd like a uh, a slice of pizza, please. And they, uh, I get the the money. I think I got two slices. I got two slices. I got two slices. It was dinner. It was my dinner. I got two slices. And 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 a, a, a seltzer water. So I go to pay right. And it comes out to say six five thirty five six thirty five. I can't remember which one it came out to, but it was thirty five. It ended on thirty five uh, in terms of the coin amount. So I give the guy a ten, and then um, I get my change back. I throw. Uh, I throw a dollar in for the guy, right? Not a cheapskate. That's not. I, 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 you, you know, nobody ever went broke tipping. So I throw a dollar in into the, the tip jar, which is at pizza places is usually made out of whatever they had like mayonnaise in. They usually take like a, one of those industrial mayonnaise uh, containers. Um. I. Uh, I throw a single in from the change, and this rat, this bum, throws the change in. He doesn't give me my change. He throws it in the in the tip thing. I didn't tip you a dollar sixty-five for two slices. I'm tipping a dollar sixty-five. Now you'd be happy with that dollar. He throws the 65 cents in. 
And I went, yeah. I went, uh, yeah, I didn't want to put that in there. And then the guy kind of hid behind that he didn't speak great English. And he smiled and got it. He's like, fine, take the dumb money. What am I going to do? Why am I rolling over with that? I, anybody else? I, I should I should go back in there with a bat and trash the entire place. Do about seven grand in damage. Then when it's over, I'll go, yeah, that was 65 cents. That's what you get for taking my 65 cents. Yeah, can you imagine that? Just think about that. That's what the guy did. What do you think of that, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. He made a mistake. So Mike's on his side. I like it. Mike doesn't side with me on this one. Nah. Mike, yeah, until I get all my money? Why, is this a current concern now? I have to, like, worry? This guy threw my 65, I threw a buck in for him. He throws the 65 cents in right after it. I never saw anything like it. I never saw anything like it. And then I sit down to eat, and there's kids eating at another table, like these, like, 12-year-olds are eating. Um, and these idiots, and let me just say this about restaurants. Just shut the news off. Can you not have the news on in restaurants? What, is that, are people going to pizza places to get the news? Well, I like to go in and get a slice of pizza, and, and I just, of course, I, I, uh, you know, I'm kind of a news junkie, so I eat a fair amount of pizza. Because they, they play the news at every pizzeria. And every every place has a screen now. And this pizza, this pizza place, they're playing the news. And there's literally a story, no joke, about a child porn ring that was, it was like they were doing like a thing on that in the news that just got, just got shut down. They caught some, it's just like. That's what you have on if people are trying to eat the like whatever I, t- I tell you no no nobody's got any aesthetic aesthetic awareness you just throw the news on everybody likes the news no they don't go to a place I'm trying to eat I gotta look at Sean Hannity's head filling up the screen that Guys, that his head looks like it looks like what's his face? Modoc. He's got like a Modoc head. What? What's the fascination with with that while you're eating? Yeah, but that, but that so that's the thing that get me got me on this thing is they threw my sixty five cents in after I threw him a buck. You rat bastards. You rat bastards. Sick world. It's sick. Best show. Oh, hey there. How you doing, Tom? I'm doing all right. To whom am I speaking? Uh, I'm Nico from uh, Newark, Delaware. And uh, I got to say, uh, the thing about the news at restaurants, 
I thought the same thing. I thought, I'm I'm so glad to hear like it's like an echo chamber. But anyway, um, I, I'm ready to get down to the topic if you are. No, but you go to a place and they got Fox News blasting on the thing. Oh God, I hate that. Yeah, and you're trying to like escape. You know, you want you just want a burger or something. You're listening to the you, you got the news on. Like put yeah. Cartoon Network on or something. Like something nice. But you know what I mean? Exactly. You know, and then the other weird one is when you go to a place and you're eating at a place and they have like Food Network on and the food's better on the screen than <laughs> the place you're eating. You're just yeah. like, you guys might want to shut that off. It's only reminding yeah. every, it's only just reminding everybody that you guys sell slop here. <laughs> yeah. And also, I just got out of a restaurant, right? I, I just got out of a, a wing place, right? And they have TVs everywhere, everywhere. And, like, what's on the big TV? Another ad for another wing place. I mean, how crazy is that? I mean, you'd think they'd have, like, a, their finger on the button for those. You know what yeah. I mean? Turn, turn the screen off for those. You'd think, right? You'd think. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild, man. Why don't we start a campaign where we make places shut the news off on the TVs? Just don't have a TV. Or, uh, I don't know. Make your own content. <laughs> All right, well, that's <laughs> wildly unrealistic. Well, I mean, is it, though? I mean, like, yeah, it is, Amazon's it is. got their own place. Like, everybody's got their own. You're, yeah, you're right. No, Amazon's got their own original programming. So so why doesn't Sal's Pizza have their own network? <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on. Like, just use your head a little well, bit hey, on that. I'd watch the Sal's Pizza content network. I'll say this, though. Wait, hold on. I just came up with an idea. Oh, let's hear yeah. it. Yeah, you're going to hear it. All right? All right. What do you think? Oh, yeah, or it is all right. Okay. I'm, it I'm is ready. a oh! <laughs> You're 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 high right now, aren't you? I'm not. I'm not. I'm just uh, you're just giggly. You're just having a good time. Yeah. Good. good. I'm glad. You sound a little you sound a little uh, I've actually been a month sober. Good for you. Good for Thank you. Thank you. Um What about this? Yeah, you can't expect Sal's Pizza to have its own, um, you know, its own private uh, original programming. But what if we start a network called the Pizza Channel? Oh yeah. And it can I finish? I... Oh, I'm on board. Go ahead. Get off my phone. Oh yeah, yeah. So I got an idea. All right. Yeah, it is okay. Now I don't want to do the pizza network. It would play in every pizza, every pizza parlor could play it. It would be pizza, pizza themed programming that would play, that would make people want pizza. It would entice you to like eat more pizza. Like, you know what I mean? What would you think about that, Mike? Have one for bars too. Yeah. Just like like images and, and things about people pouring drinks and stuff. I think the pizza one's uh the real winner. Naturally Mike has to do his own spin on things. Do one for bars. Um Pizza Network. That's a big. I think that's 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 a legit idea. 
There's thousands of pizzerias. Yeah, it doesn't. And look, the program it, it doesn't have to be expensive programming. I'm not saying it's expensive. It's just so you just get, film some people cutting slices up and doing an interview with the owner of a pizza place. Yeah. Maybe putting a sub, maybe getting a, a chicken parm ready, right? Special, a special series, uh, an investigative report on the history of the chicken parm. <laughs> Garlic knots. Breaking news about garlic knots on the Pizza Network. Hey, it's AP Mike here for the Pizza Network. I, uh, I'm here, I'm here at, uh, Ray's Pizza. I got three garlic knots for two dollars. These garlic knots are great. They're a little oily, but they're great. Good oil. They're good oily. Best show. Hi, this is Sarah in Kingston. Sarah uh, in Kingston. What's up, Sarah? How are you? I, I'm doing okay. I got something for the topic, I actually. Oh, I was sitting with someone talking about what I would tell you because a lot of people were talking about things that they did when they were kids, which is obviously... I think probably everything I did from the time I was, like, six until 17 was probably qualified for the topic, actually. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Um, Let's give me a good one. Give me a good one. Okay, so I was probably 13 or 14, and I didn't have a very good relationship with my sister, and we would do things to each other to, uh, you know, get back at one another, and... At one point, I went into her room and used a pair of scissors to cut a tiny hole into everything that she owned. Yeah, that's bad. Meaning that's bad. All of her clothes, her comforter, uh-huh. anything you could think of that was cloth had a hole in it. Yeah. And how upset was she? She was pretty upset. I mean... How upset were your yeah, parents? Sarah? Yeah. How upset were your parents? Oh, I'm sure I re- received a beating. I'm sure that was the proper response for something okay. like that. I'm sure yeah, that was yeah, the first response. And then from there, the restitution probably continued. But I have to say, you know, as an adult, the most lasting restitution was just feeling like being the person who's jerky enough to do something like that. Yeah, that's not a great one. That's... uh that one's less fun because you did it to all the stuff. Everything. Every single shirt. Every time she put a shirt on, it had a hole in at least one of the arms. And how old were you at this point? I was 13 or 14. I couldn't have been older than angry, that. Angry kid. Angry kid, huh? That's right. Angry kid. So how did your sister uh, retaliate? She wasn't. She probably told one of her friends. She had a lot of, like, metalhead dirtbag friends, so it probably ended up being involved something like that. I don't remember quite exactly what happened, but mm-hmm. 
she would, you know, humiliate me at school in front of these guys that she dated, these kind of metalhead guys. So then my retaliation would be to go into her room and exact whatever punishment I oh, could so think you, of. So this was you kind of lashing out. Well, this was you retaliating. Right, exactly. For her but humiliating think, you in front of metalheads? Yeah. But I like how, would she, like, how would she humiliate you in front of metalheads? Well, the, the way that you would when you were a teenager, you know, just... You're like, uh, well, you're not metal? You'd question their metal? Uh, their mm, authenticity? Not even anything that creative. Just, uh, you know, you she suck, would curse at me yeah. or whatever, you know, give yeah. me the middle finger or something like that when I walked by. Sure, sure. Or like... Yeah, that, that I got you. I got you. So, but it yeah. was just more the social hierarchy of it that made me feel like if she was going to do that to me in front of people, she would humiliate me in front of them. I would exact my revenge in a more private way. <laughs> All right, get in here, Mike. <laughs> Mike. What's up? Mike Mike just came in. Um, APMike.bandcamp.com <laughs> just came in. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of having my name changed to that. So lately. you, yeah. How many? This <laughs> this guy ran off more of these calendars. Now they're almost all gone. They are. People have come through. I appreciate everybody uh-huh. who's placed in order. Uh, yeah, they're on sale. They're still on sale. In uh, April, they officially become collectors' items if they're still around. So you'll stop selling them in April. No, I. Uh, I'm just calling them collector's items in okay. April. Okay, okay. Because you missed three months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But this story reminded me of a revenge scheme one of my brothers uh, laid for me in which he ripped out the last page of many books of mine. Uh-huh. So it was like a, a sort of a slow burn yeah. that, you know, I would stumble upon years later. Yeah. You know, I'm reading a book, and then all of a sudden I get to the last page, and it's just it's gone. gone. You know? <laughs> That's the worst so, thing. That's so, unimaginable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this this kind of – What's I mean, a book you can remember getting to that point? I think it was uh, – I, w- I was reading all these paperbacks of movies that were out. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like Papillon, which is a long book. You know, it's yeah. a big book to begin with. Yeah. And it's very engrossing. It's a great book. Mm-hmm. And then literally, yeah, the last page is gone. <laughs> I'm like, you dirty rat. That's insane. Rat. That's you know? insane. Yeah. That's... But, wow. yeah, kids, revenge schemes. Yeah, that's a good one, Mike. Yeah. And apmike.bandcamp.com, still going strong? Still going strong. Still got, still, uh, how many calendars do you have left? That, uh, don't really, that, you know. Got a handful. A, a, handful. a handful. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's got a handful left. You can still get them. <laughs> Well, thank you for the call, Sarah. Okay, bye. Yeah, this. Uh, you uh, imagine cutting holes in all the clothes? That'd be bad. And I was so close to walking out. We're getting close. We're getting close. Best show. Hi. Hi, is this Tom? It is. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. Welcome to the Best Show. To whom am I speaking? Thanks. This is Gabriella from Wilmington, Delaware. Gabriella, how are you tonight? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. I'm good. Good. 
Well, I've got like a little topic if you would like to hear it. I would like to hear it. Great. So, like, when I was little, like, you know those little role-playing games like Webkins and Neopets and, like, Club Penguin? Uh-huh. So, <laughs> I had to be, like, I was younger than 10 at this point, right? Okay. So, my friends would be not, like, very inept at, like, technology and stuff, so they would ask me to type in, like, their usernames and passwords and stuff, which, on the end, was not very smart, but now, anyways, now, yeah, yeah, I would, now, yeah. Now you've, got, you've got all the info. <laughs> exactly. So, I would be happy to do that for them, right? Mm -hmm. So... Now, I would do this, and I wouldn't think much of it until I realized that these games had, like, a messaging service where, like, you could trade items with other players. Okay. So I would go home, and I would log in on their accounts and send, like, their stuff and their money to my oh. own account. Yeah. And I did this for, like, maybe a couple months. And none of them really mentioned it to me or, like, caught on, I guess. Uh-huh. Now, so it's like, money. It when, you just... say, when you say the money and, and things like that, you're just talking about in-game things. You're not actually... Oh, yeah, you're yeah. You're not actually no, draining not... <laughs> somebody. It's not actually 99 cents hitting there uh, at a time. Yeah, no, definitely not. This isn't really actual money. This is, you know, like, for, like virtual furniture that you'd put in your house, right? Yeah. So, like, they didn't catch on until there was this one time where I accidentally, like, slipped up on my receipts, you know? And they were like, wait a second. Yeah. But, you know, after that, they didn't, they never mentioned it, so. So you got away with it. Yeah, I got away with it. beat the rap. You did it, yeah. Gabriella. It's not my proudest moment, but. There you go. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think that could, the punishment should be for that? Um, honestly, that's like one of the worst crimes you could do. As like a Webkins extraordinaire, you know. So I, I think honestly, if they took all of my stuff, my virtual stuff, I, I'd be like, you know what? You're right. Go ahead. But you're still not playing Webkins. Yeah, no. Today I'm not. Yeah. What 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 can you do to make uh, uh to to make this right? <laughs> you know, if I still had, if I was still in touch with these friends today, maybe I'd buy them lunch or something like that. But I, I say you reach out to all of them. Yeah. I say I stole your. Your furniture, your virtual furniture, <laughs> back when you guys wanted me to log in. <laughs> I apologize, and I would like to take you all on a tropical vacation. <laughs> that all sounds that sounds pretty good. <laughs> all expenses paid. Yeah, definitely. What do you think about that? That's not, if I could do that right now, I definitely would. Yeah. You say, it's all expenses paid. I just need 
your login. <laughs> I just asked them again for it. See how dumb they are. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, can it, except for this time, it's like, can I have your bank login first? Yeah, I just need to. <laughs> I'll help you with that. <laughs> no, I think, I think, uh, yeah, that one, that one, the, the statute of limitations has worn off on that one. Yeah, unfortunately. Yes. All right. Thanks for the call. Thanks for listening to me. Bye. <laughs> Best show. Hi. Yeah, hi, Tom. This is Kevin in Seattle. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. What's up, Kevin? Uh, well, I have one for the store, uh, for the topic. What do you got, my friend? Well, Kat from Raleigh's called. Uh, you said something about justice was served. And so I have a small crime and then a, a punishment that followed later. And I want to know if that little punishment uh, was, was just enough or okay. maybe too harsh. Let's hear it. Okay. So in sixth grade, I was a percussionist in our school band. Mm-hmm. And for one concert, we were going to play the George of the Jungle theme song. Which, sing, and, sing it for us. Give us a little taste. <laughs> well, I'll get, so the timpani part is what's real key. So I, I'll, uh, I can give you that part. It goes boom, 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 boom. Yeah. That, and that's, that's it. But, but <laughs> that part, uh, was coveted amongst all the fellow sixth grade percussionists. And so our band teacher said, okay, whoever plays the most minutes and records them on their uh, practice log, they'll get to play the timpani part for the George of the Jungle theme song. Yeah. And so I, uh, I, I came up with really inventive ways to, uh, to define practicing. And, you know, I would go up in my room and listen to music and say, well, hey, you know, I'm thinking about instruments and I'm thinking about the drums. Um, other times I would just flat out lie on my practice log. And then uh, so I filled up this practice log with all these falsified practice minutes, had my parents sign off on it, and uh, was rewarded the timpani part. But you had actually not done any of it. No, I, I did not deserve that timpani part unless yeah. the other uh, percussionists also didn't practice at all. How close were? Uh, how close was somebody to beating you out? Oh, it, I, see, I think that that's what's so shameful about this. I think I so over exaggerated what any. Yeah sixth grader would actually practice that it wasn't even it couldn't be believable so i don't think there was anyone actually close i mean those other kids practiced like normal kids so they actually had real minutes but you know i i was not uh thinking that far ahead so were you not good enough to do it when the moment came because you hadn't actually practiced well no i mean the the part was pretty easy even for a, a a mediocre percussionist for like me in sixth grade. Uh, so I, I mean, I was able to play it and I practiced, you know, during rehearsals with the whole yeah. band. So I, you know, I probably played it a good four or five times and it was, I could perform it at the concert. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the punishment, so, the, so I'll start that, that was the, the tiny crime. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I guess it may not have been tiny, 
I, I haven't been able to listen to the rest of the show, so I, you know, maybe that was pretty particularly heinous. Mm-hmm. So what? What was the? Yeah, but no one ever knew this. No, you got away with it. So I got away with it, and and, and was actually rewarded um, for this. Um, because of my like overall practice minutes that I had lied on, I got to be a part of the sixth grade jazz band mm-hmm. and play a drum set, um, which I did. I did okay. You know, we had like regular after school practices, so I could, you know, I, I held my own. Um, and then, and then, because of my participation in the sixth grade jazz band. Uh, a friend of the family who was in a, like the band at our local church asked if I wanted to play drums for the like Wednesday night kids church stuff. Okay. Um, and so that was in front of a lot of people. And, and, you know, I, at this point I, I had reached my limit of what I actually could do. Uh, and so the, the punishment came down when, in front of this group of people, I just completely fell apart on the drums, couldn't keep tempo. The The bass guitar player kept turning to me and like kind of like nodding the neck of his guitar to the beat of the song and trying to like help me out. And you were a fraud. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was a total fraud. And so the punishment happened and, and, so I think that I guess that's the question: is what was yeah, it? Yeah, now that's pretty bad. That's pretty humiliating. You ate it in front of everyone, and they knew you were a fraud, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, but I was able to play the George of the Jungle part. Uh huh. But it caught up yeah. to you. It caught up to you at a point. Yeah, yeah. Point and so that's what I guess was yeah. it. Well, this Was is it what just a little too harsh. Is anybody else there with you? Is anybody else there with you? Uh, no, it's just me and the dog. This is what you're going to do. Okay. Get, get a couple spoons right now. Right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going. I, uh, I just had to buy some spoons from Goodwill. When I moved, I only brought two. Oh, okay. So now I've got more. Okay, I've, I've got two spoons now. Get those spoons. Okay. You're going to bang out the George of the Jungle theme on your head with the spoons. <laughs> uh, right now? Right now. Set the okay. phone down uh, so I, I can hear this. Okay, I'll put it on speaker. I'll yeah. try to make that close to my head. Okay. Just as hard uh, as you would have done the, just as hard as you drummed it, too. Well, not just as hard. No, I don't want you to get concussed. Well, yeah, these are... Want you to feel? You should feel it a little bit. You should feel it a little bit. So I'm gonna. I um. I, I pulled my stocking cap over the side so that I kind of have two tones. I'll hit my head, then the stocking cap. That sounds added great. Head, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Okay. Was that audible? Yeah. No, but that was not the whole thing. You you didn't play three seconds of George of the Jungle. Oh. Give us a little bit. Come on. Okay. Okay. Here we go.
How's that? Yeah, it was all right. But that's your punishment. All right, you're done. You're you are forgiven. Thank you. It's weird. Weird what kids will do. That's squid and the whale stuff. That's squid and the whale stuff. That kid. It's like that uh, weird kid squid and the whale. I'll check out the whatever line I want, Mike. You don't tell me what to do. Best show. Hi. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Evan in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Evan in British Columbia, in Vancouver, yes. British Columbia, Canada. What's up, Evan? Yes, sir. Well, I actually wanted to comment on your uh, your incident at the Pete's Parlor, and I also had my own little thing for the topic. Yeah. What do you got? Well, I thought, just listening to that, it's so incensed that uh, I feel like maybe since he took your money, uh, you own that pizza, or they bought that pizza back from you, you should have stuffed that pizza right into their, right right into their tip bucket. I should have just dropped the pizza in, yeah. I should have just dropped yeah. it in, smeared it all over their money. All over the dollar bills and change and everything. Or I should have just taken... Uh... Yeah, I should have done something. I, I part of me thinks I should have just straight up trashed the pizzeria, like brought it, brought it, brought it low to where it would be, uh, where they'd have to shut down for a few days. You know what I mean? Just take like a yeah. bat, a bat to the pipes or whatever. You know? do- dollar for dollar for dollar. It, here's your pizza back. You bought this slice back from me. Take one of the two. Stuff it right into that tip jar. Or I should have just taken more change and then thrown it on the other pizza they had. <laughs> Although these guys would pick it off and still sell it. They're not going to throw that pizza out. No, they're not. They're called Money Pie. <laughs> My favorite Beatles song, Money Pie. Oh, boy. Uh, Money Pie. Yeah. So what, what do you got for me, Chief? Okay. I, uh, well, I had a, something, and I don't know if it's particularly a crime, but it feels criminal. Um I got a phone call a couple of months ago from my local uh, uh, power uh, company or hydro company, which is the only one in service. So if I have to have power, I have to pay this particular company for my power. And uh, and I got a phone call from a guy, and he said, uh, oh, we made a mistake. Our guy tapped into your neighbor's uh, property, and I moved to this place about a year ago. And he said, oh, we've tapped into your neighbor's property. We've only now realized it, and you now owe us uh, $800. Uh-huh. For, and for, for, for energy that, that your neighbor had wrongly paid for? No, for for their miscalculation and where I lived, and then, uh, and then having to do the uh, transfer of whatever power I used. Compared to theirs, and I will preface, my wife's excellent with paying bills and, uh, you know, uh, figuring out what we need per month to to get our bills in order. And so now, all of a sudden, he, he said that, oh, I owe $800 excess for a year and a half of, of charges. And for most phone companies or something, if somebody makes a mistake, you can kind of muscle them or you know yeah big time them or or whatever to 
tell them they should eat it, but for this yeah. particular case, uh, you cannot do that because they're the only game in town. Yeah. So and what, what, I just, what, what did you do? Well, I basically had to eat crow, and, and, and you know, like, unfortunately, you can't go without power, so I had to submit to their mistake. Uh, but I can't help but think that the guy... Who initially did the the service to to put our power or figure out where our power came from? I can't help but think he, you know, is with the side of his Tim Hortons coffee is a racist joke, and he's some chucklehead that's now cost me, you know, an immediate eight eight hundred dollars that I could have uh, your money. Do you, well, yeah. you but you don't know who the guy was. Specific. No, it's some some serviceman. Yeah, that, that that's probably like I said, serving up racist jokes alongside his Tim Hortons right. coffee well, you're every in, day. You're filling in some blanks on that one. Well, you're, you're kind of rounding up. You're kind of rounding up to say the guy who made a mistake is also a racist. Yeah, well, <laughs> and justice should be served across the board. Yeah, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Well, I think you got. I don't know what to tell you on that one, man. Yeah, eat it, shall it? Yeah, I think you did. Sorry, yeah, buddy. I did. Thanks, Tom. Best show, hi. Hey, Dom. What's up? Uh, it's Rob again. What's that? What's up? Um, I am willing to do another tiny crime for you. All right, what's that? Okay. Now, I used to work for, um, let's say, a kind of large Halloween company, and I was the assistant manager, and within my assistant, or my manager, at the end of the day, at the very end of the day, we would have to throw out costumes, so we kind of stole them. You throw out costumes? Why? Why? Are they made of food? No, no, they, like, they would have, like, gloves removed and stuff like that, and they couldn't be sold. Okay, gotcha. To other people. But what we would do is we would actually contribute everything, and we would put them to people that didn't need it, or didn't, had not had those costumes, so the less fortunate. Okay. All right. So that's like $300 worth of at least stuff just getting thrown out in the trash and have to scurry back around the the building Mm -hmm. to do that, black bag it, and then do that. Yeah. So, So, I mean, we were, I think, charitable? Yeah, well, if they were getting thrown in the garbage, you could do whatever you want with them. Yeah, I know, but it, the thing is that they weren't, it, it was not advised to do that. Let's, Wait, so let's what were you that. doing with these costumes? We had to throw them out. Yeah, because they were missing certain elements. Exactly. But then you would go in the garbage and do what? Or We'd not- package them up and because they were fully formed, not actually like within any garbage but we just put them towards charities yeah that's fine 
Yeah. That's a good deed. Yeah. And sometimes uh, as a little rebar um, or a a sidebar, I would actually take some batteries from the the actual store and some bats. Because why not? So you stole those, though. I did. Yeah, I did well, you grabbed those. them. They stuck to your hand. Not your greatest moment. No, not my greatest moment. But you know what? I'm happy about it, though. Why is that? You didn't like the job? Oh, I hated the job. Well. I hated the job so much. Do you know what it's like to have, and I'm going to leave you off with this. Um, I will say is that a moment is that you have to work on Halloween. I had a Halloween job. There's like a good hundred people in front of you and you have to do the cashier. One person comes up to you. Everybody else is good, right? Yeah. Everybody else is good. But they're like, well, I have this pair of teeth that, Vampire teeth that is worn. Well, ma'am, did you wear it? Yes, I did. Well, it doesn't fit. And then she throws it at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like you probably shouldn't work at a Halloween shop. Oh no, no. If that's if you can't if you, if, you, if that's getting to you, you might not want to be in a Halloween shop. Well, I mean, I don't anymore. Yeah, no. But, so you, but, but you lashed out by grabbing some batteries. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, you did what you had to do. Yeah. All right. You have a great night. What's this thing you sent me, Dudio? Dudio sent me a thing. Here's my crime. Terrifies me. There's a few things to remember when hunting game in the mountains of South... Oh, I can't. Uh, all right. Let's 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 slow down on this. This is... Uh, this is... How old is this? Uh, 16 years. 16 years ago, Jason recorded this. This is a commercial that aired? Yes. The, and this was where? In... in, in Okay, in Virginia. There's a few things to remember when hunting game in the mountains of southwest Virginia this fall. On the backside of Pilot Mountain, there's still an old woman who'll shoot you for crossing her property without permission. If you see a lot of beer cans recently thrown in an area, well, that's Virgil. Best not to hunt near there. And for the best in hunting gear and supplies this season, it's Super Shoes in Christiansburg. Not only the best in footwear, but also coats, ammo vests, and all camo and blaze orange you'll need. From hand warmers to deer lure, you'll find it at Super Shoes. And don't forget... From hand warmers to deer lure, you get everything you want. This this hunting shop. Alright, let's... All camo and blaze orange you'll need. From hand warmers to deer lure, you'll find it at Super Shoes. And Super Shoes. Hey, man. 
and that 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 accent you're doing that's a that's an insult to, to your fellow people of west virginia you're 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 pretending to be like like i from the mountains a mountain man i mean look you were from west virginia and that's where a lot of like like you knew a lot of guys who talked like that but you didn't hey there's a lot of things you got to understand when you're going to go hunting. You see a pile of beer cans? That's Virgil. You might not want to hunt over there. Don't forget, you can get your hunting license at Super Shoes, too. Don't get caught without yours this year. With brand names like Rocky, Browning, and Timberland, at discounts to 10 to 50%, Super Shoes can outfit you for the nastiest... Because this guy, just so you know, Dudio, his name is Jason in real life. He, um... He did voiceover stuff for different radio shows out in, in Atlanta and West Virginia, and it was like his thing. So that's why there's ones of him talking about doing chicken impressions, and then... There's a few things to remember when hunting game in the mountains of southwest Virginia this... Did you write this? I did not. You didn't. They just dropped this copy in front of you. And you produced it, though. Yeah. So you came up with it. Was that your guitar playing? Uh, no, it was, it, it was my Okay. There's a few things to remember when hunting game in the mountains. There's a few things to remember when hunting game in the mountains of West Virginia. Southwest Virginia. Southwest Virginia. There's a few things to remember when hunting game in the mountains of Southwest Virginia this fall. On the backside of Pilot Mountain, there's still an... Pilot Mountain? What is this? The, the Petticoat Junction? <laughs> nice old reference. Old woman who'll shoot you for crossing her property without permission. There's an old woman that would shoot you for crossing her property. Without permission. If you see a lot of beer cans recently thrown in an area, well, that's Virgil. Best not to hunt near there. How long did this take you to make? Probably 30 minutes. 30 minutes? Because it's one minute long. So you recorded it probably a few times and you laid some, some, uh, some bird sounds, some nature sounds, laid a little bit of free use uh, guitar playing, and then some random gunshots. Hey, Mike, uh, did you know that there's a few things you might want to know when you're going hunting in the mountains of southwest Virginia this fall? There's an old lady who shoots you for crossing uh, across her property without permission. Bang! And for the best in hunting gear and supplies this season, it's Super Shoes and... Could you imagine Dudio walks into Super Shoes trying to get noticed? Like worried that they're not going to know who he is, that he's like, like looking for the Super Shoes discount. Hey, everybody. Hey, it's me. Uh... He'll be there. He'll be like, well, you know, I actually did a uh, couple uh, 
I did some Super Shoes uh, advertising. You did? And then he goes, <clears throat> sprays a little mist in his throat. Little throat coat. <clears throat> me, 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 me. And he goes, there's a few things you might want to know when you're going to go hunting in the mountains of southwest Virginia this fall. And, <coughs> yeah, you're the guy from the radio commercial. Yeah, I'll give you an extra 5% off on your hunting license. Not only the best in footwear, but also coats, ammo vests, and all camo and blaze orange you'll need. From hand warmers to deer lure, you'll find it at Super Shoes. What is deer lure? I want you to go get some deer lure and pour it on your head. That's your that's your sentence for this. And don't forget, you can get your hunting license at Super Shoes, too. Don't get caught without yours this year. With brand names like Rocky, Browning, and Timberland, at discounts to 10 to 50%, Super Shoes can outfit you for the nastiest of weather this season. So when the crazy old woman has you in her crosshairs, don't freeze up. Keep warm with Super Shoes. Shoot her back? Yeah. When the old woman's got you in the crosshairs, don't freeze up. Yeah, shoot her back. It's like Boogie Nights. It's like the end of Boogie Nights. Not the end. When the crazy old woman has you in her crosshairs, don't freeze up. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. When the crazy old woman's got you in the crosshairs, don't freeze up. Mow her down. Best show. Hello. Hello, hi. To whom am I speaking? Hi. I'm just speaking to Aubrey. Aubrey. Mm-hmm. How are you, Aubrey? Good. What's going on tonight, Aubrey? Well, um, for the last 20 minutes, I've been trying to call you, so. Well, we're talking now. Mm-hmm. My dad said just, just give up. But no. never listen to him. No, your dad is wrong. <laughs> you did it. You got to the you got on the show. Is your dad yeah. there? Is your dad nearby? Yeah, he's downstairs. He's J D. This is what you what's it what's your dad? J D, the guy who was talking about paddling. J D from the the from the shore shot? J.D. in the street. No. Okay. J.D., my dad's J.D. who called you another time about talking about her. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. This is what I want you to do, if you could do this for me. How far away is your dad? Could you run run near him now? Yeah. Yes. How close are you to him? I, I'm just literally walking downstairs. Okay, you're walking down the stairs. Go slowly. Go slowly. Okay. 
How far away is he now? Okay, I'm in his room right now. Does he see you? Yeah. This is what I want you to say to him. Hey, Dad. Okay. Hey, Dad. Who's got Who's got Who's got two thumbs and is on the best show? Who's got two thumbs and is on the best show? And now point at yourself with your two thumbs. Go me. Me. And then say this. <laughs> and get ready to run out of the room when you say this one. You ready? You told me to. You told me to give up. I didn't give up. Wrong again, <laughs> Dad. You told me to give up, but didn't give up. Wrong again, Dad. Now run. Run! Oh no, he. <laughs> I did it. Run! I did it. I'm back in my room. Good. He's never gonna find out. No. Wait, he's not. Unless he, unless he listens to this. Yeah. So what? What? What's it. going on tonight? Well, uh, my brothers are asleep, and they're jealous that I got to call you. So. Yeah, you got to call in. <laughs> Do you have school yeah. tomorrow? Yeah, I do. My bro- my little brother does it because he's off this week and next week. What uh what what grade are you in? I'm in fourth grade. Okay. Might be time for bed soon though, right? Mm-hmm. I wanna stay up all night. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> So what uh what are you gonna what 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 made you call? Do you have something you want to tell me? Well, um, I kind of wanted to rant about um Samsung and um and um Yahoo. Yeah, you want to rant about it? Yeah. What are you gonna rant about? I'll let you rant. Well, you just rant. This is what I'm gonna say. You just rant now. Go ahead. Okay, so. Yahoo, you don't really need it because we have Gmail, and you can just use Gmail instead of Yahoo, which I personally think is better, so you just use Gmail, and for Samsung, it's kind of a ripoff of Apple, because they made phones like Apple, and Apple should be phone phone company. But I guess Samsung's a little good because they also sell other products besides um, mobile and computer devices. But I kind of I like Apple a lot better. Yeah, I, I look. I, I'm not nuts about any of these companies. Yeah, but I like Apple the best. You do? Yeah, but except the iPhone X because it's too expensive. Yeah, well, the stuff's too expensive. People can't That's afford it. That's why my dad kept his phone. People can't afford my mom this did stuff. Too. Right? A lot of there's a lot of mm-hmm. people who can't afford these things. Yeah, they're too expensive. That's why yeah. my dad got me iPhone five. That's fine. He got it off. He got it off Facebook Marketplace. Good for him. Does the phone work? Uh huh. That's Works all you really need. Well. That's all you need. You don't worry about the new phone. You can't worry about having the new thing. You know what I mean? The kids tried to brag to me one time that I had an older phone, but then I said, does your phone even worth it? 
that's that's kind of a you know that's a that's something that that's a that's a bad thing to get caught up in is making try to make people feel bad because they don't have the newest thing. Mm-hmm. That's not because good. they tried to steal my friend's scooter anyway, so I don't think they have much money to buy a scooter anyway. No, you don't want to hear about these kids. They steal scooters. Yeah, it's not nice. No, it's not to steal someone's scooter. That's not nice. Yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> so what else is going on? Well, my my friend came over today. Okay, what did you what did you do? We scooted outside and um the other day, well a few weeks ago You skated um, outside? We scooted on a scooter. Okay. Yeah. And a couple weeks ago, I'm kind of glad I have a scooter now because a little kid stole my scooter. Everyone's trying to steal my scooter these days. Why are they trying to steal your scooter? It's the best one. Is that I right? have It's a blue and it lights up. You have a blue scooter that lights up? Mm-hmm. Wow, I think I want to steal your scooter. Steal it. <laughs> but he was only like five, so like... He's not going to get I don't blame him. Yeah, no, he doesn't know yet. Yeah, we went to his parents' door, and then we said, Hey, did your son steal a scooter? And they said, I don't believe so. And then the day later, um, that my best friend found the scooter in their garage. Well, there you go. Got revenge. You got it back, though, right? Mm-hmm. That was, my, that was the one I shared with my brothers and so my mom might might made me pay for it because my brothers would be sad yeah i hear you Mm -hmm. so you should probably go to bed now right yeah i should my dad won't let me stay up past 10 yeah you're getting pretty close (laughs) my real bedtime is 8 30 but since the time change happened it doesn't really help that we are used to the eight thirty schedule. Yeah. Now you you'll figure it out though. He'll he'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Mhm. It's good to get some sleep. It helps. It helps uh-huh. with your it helps your brain. So I'm not crying in the morning. Yeah, you don't want to cry in the morning. Mhm. Considering the school is making you wake up at six o'clock. Oh, bro. A.M. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, you go get some sleep. I'll I'll uh, I'll talk to you soon. You call anytime you want. Okay. Thank you. All right. Have a good night. Bye. Goodbye. Best show. Hi. Hey Tom, how's it going? It's going all right. Who am I speaking to? This is Brad in Portland, Oregon. What's up, Brad? Hey, uh, I was just you know I was still talking about little crimes. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? It's a little crime. It's very embarrassing to me. But I've been priving. Can it be a crime against yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I've been depriving myself of King Crimson my entire, let's say, like the last 15 years of my life. Yeah, you couldn't get it. You didn't get on board, huh? Get, get this, though. It's even more embarrassing than that. When I was, let's say, remember when uh, VH1 was having all those, like, best, Bands of the aughts or whatever? No, I don't. All right. Well, they had like the best metal bands, whatever. 
Yeah. Up until last week, I'm 33 now. Up until last week, when you've been talking about King Crimson, I thought you were talking about King Diamond. Yeah, no, you were wrong on that. That was a <laughs> yeah, I was very wrong. So the entire time I was like, "Oh, Tom normally has good taste, but uh, I can't follow him on this one." No. What did you listen to from King Crimson that got you on board? Red. You did it right, buddy. Yeah, it's the best thing going. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, you're, it, it listened to Starless one time in my headphones. I was on board. Yeah, you did it, buddy. I was on I was on YouTube, and then it took me to that, and then it started playing that uh, Lennon and uh, Claypool thing afterwards. Yeah, John Lennon's son Sean has a band with the guy from uh, from uh, uh, Primus. Yeah, it bummed me out. Yeah, it don't sound so good, huh? No, it's not so hot. Yeah. But well, look, the thing is, is I feel like I was depriving myself. The crime was, is I didn't do any research. Yeah. And yeah. deprive myself for probably, I don't know, as long as I've been listening to the show or longer. Well, look at you now. Look at you was. now. Look at you now. You did it. Yeah. You done did it. I'm living my life. I'm, uh-huh. I'm loving King Crimson. I'm... The only critique is that they're not on Spotify, which I need to learn how to buy CDs again and albums again. But Yeah, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Go get the stuff. Go buy the What record. do you recommend next? I listen to Red nonstop. Go, go to uh, the uh, uh, Court of the Crimson King, then go to Lark's Tongue and Aspect. Aspect. All right. Do you ever listen to that, uh, like, Frippatronic stuff? Yeah, I listen to all of it. And that, how, how great, you're seeing you're not, that video you're on, uh, You're not ready for that yet, son. <laughs> Pace yourself. Have you seen that video where it's like the, 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 uh, guys on the acoustic guitar on YouTube, on VH1 back in the day, like just like playing all kinds of crazy frip riffs? I've seen all of it. Get off my phone. You're driving me nuts. Well-meaning kid, but, uh, best show, hi. Hello? Hello. Yes, hi. Welcome. Hi, uh, welcome, Tom. To, welcome to the best show. Hi, this is uh, Adult Aubrey. Adult Aubrey. Yeah, the this is the uh, the little girl you spoke to just recently. Uh, this is actually Adult Aubrey, twenty years in the future. Oh, okay, okay. Is that how that works? Yeah, actually, I I figured out a way to to time travel, so uh, that's kind of how that works. Well, I'm glad glad you're putting it to good use. You're doing you're using that that gift of time travel uh, correctly by calling the uh, the same radio show. uh, Yeah, well, actually, uh, podcasts are uh, as as big as uh, Netflix shows now. I don't buy this. I don't buy this for a second. I think I recognize the voice of this person. This is. uh, do I know uh-huh. this person? Do I know this person? Yes, yeah, me, Aubrey, daughter no, of no, JD. What what's your deal? What, what, what's your deal? What's my deal? I gotta talk. I'm about to talk about my crimes. That's why I committed okay. some crimes. Tell and me now the I'm, crimes, adult Aubrey. <laughs> I'm time traveling to tell you the crimes. Yeah, then what's the? Is, let me hear these crimes, adult Aubrey. This is the bit that I've decided to do. So I would appreciate if you could. Oh, I'm going <laughs> along with it, Adult Aubrey. 
<laughs> I have not called. It. I have not called you by your real name. <laughs> anyway, remember I was talking about them Samsungs, how they just <laughs> app them uh, iPhone poses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, get this, Big T. Yeah, what's that, Adult Aubrey? Shortly after my phone call with you twenty years ago. Yeah, what happened? Phone blew up on your head. My phone. <laughs> My Samsung phone blew up in my face. Yeah. And that's when I took my father's advice to give up. Yeah. Now, Adult, when, uh, Adult Aubrey, can you just help me track some timeline uh, issues here? You're calling sure. from You're calling from 2040 now, I'm assuming? What's it? Uh, was it uh, 20, uh, 2019 yeah. for over you? Like for 20, over there for, with you? Yeah, it's like 2039 you're calling from? Yeah. What's going on in the year 2039? Who's the president? Can you tell me that, adult Aubrey? Well, let me tell you. Uh, A little guy named Joe Biden. He's actually currently serving his, uh, what would that be? Sixth term. Sixth term because they changed the rules. Uh Uh-huh. After Donald Trump got impeached. Okay. And you were just and, a little kid when he got impeached. You were in fourth grade. Yeah, I had no idea what was going on. I was like, what the heck? You know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's what it is now. What are, you, what are you so curious about the time? Who cares? I want to talk about my, my crime. <laughs> okay, let's talk. Yeah, why would I want to know about the future uh, in terms of just, like, the who's president or anything like that? I You should... You should. I want to know what happened after your phone uh, blew up. Uh, all you, all you've got to know about the future is that it's just and exactly you, you, the, it's exactly the same, but just harder to breathe. You That's sound all. very street. You're very streetwise. Also, you have a there's a. I think did you say use? Yeah. So you're like you're like a hoodlum now or something. What happened? You uh, yes, yes, I'm a hoodlum. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to tell you. A street tough. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the Samsung blew up right in my face. Yeah. And that's when I decided to turn against the world. And uh, shortly after our phone call, I went out and stole a bunch of iPhone 10s. Yeah, to to because you had that iPhone 5. Yeah. That your dad got you. Um, but now you have all these iPhone 10s, which much which must be like collector's items now for you in 2039. Well, you think, but now that just kind of started off a life of crime, and believe it or not, Tom, yeah. I'm in the I'm in the uh, the the hurt locker. I'm in the dang jail. Like you a military jail? <laughs> yeah, I'm in military jail. I yeah. somehow ended up here after a string of uh, wacky crimes. You know who you should probably get help from is uh, Jack Reacher. He. Uh... He does a fair amount of defending of mil- of military uh, crimes. Is that uh, from the office? No, no, that's that's uh, that's Jack Ryan. The Who's bu- Reacher? Jack Reacher. Tom Cruise played him in some movies back when you were probably one. Oh yeah, I was a baby. I couldn't I couldn't even tell the 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 difference between a phone and an iPad. Yeah, who knew back then, huh? Mm-hmm. Remember how simple it was back then. Adult Aubrey. Yeah. 
Well, I'm really glad I stuck with this bit, I think. Yeah, I'm glad I, you, you came through the other side of it. There were a couple <laughs> wonky parts, but you got through. Well. <laughs> no, this is, was... this is a national comedian. This is, this is a, uh. This is a tour, a national touring comedian. It's very exciting uh, to have on the show the one and only Andy Kindler. Yeah, here. yeah, and the third thing, and the third Aubrey. He That's would right. be like, he would be like, adult Aubrey should have shown up <laughs> at my show because it was half full. <laughs> my this the show was not crowded, so they they. Gave tickets to the 10 iPhones that she had. <laughs> iPhone, yeah, yeah, iPhone 10, I perform in front of 10 people. <laughs> on their phones. On their, I look, and 10 people are on their phones when I do stand-up. <laughs> I actually write for him. Uh, it's a kind of a fun little thing I'm not supposed to talk about. I write the... Yeah, I, I had yeah. a feeling... This is, you can say who you are. Uh, Claire O'Kane. Claire O'Kane, my friend, uh, and everyone's friend, for that matter. Claire O'Kane, the host of the show that competes with the best show now every week. Uh, the, the, one of the, a, a live show in, in New York City now every Tuesday night. Uh, direct competition with the best show. It's, it's bi-weekly, okay? It, uh, trying to, trying to, Take food uh, off my table with uh, a show called Yoko. This is true. Which I'll never see because I'm here. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll quit. Get maybe I'll quit. Mike. Yeah, maybe just quit. I might quit. I might be done. This, this feels <laughs> vaguely done. I think I'm done, Claire. Well, you can come be the fourth co-host of Yoko. Who are and, the other uh, co-hosts? It's you. Me and then two men, Ian Fidance and Jake Flores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just some some guys. Just two men, right? Mm-hmm. P.U. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking up the joint. I know, but you guys do the thing, and it's it's funny. Like, who was on the show tonight? Who came by tonight? Oh, we just had a little somebody named Joe Firestone. Mm-hmm. Very popular Never. comedian. Joe. And uh, some Casey James Solango. I've seen on Comedy Central. Uh, a bunch of other people. That's great. Yeah. It was fun. Good. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad it was fun. And what's going on with you? Well, for uh, the first time in my life, I thought I could do a character. Uh-huh. And... Uh, I think I don't. I don't think I'll ever be able to do that again. No, I liked it. I liked it, and I want more. No, no, it was bad. You, you weren't. First of all, you weren't yes ending me enough. Well, first of all, I didn't know it was you necessarily, and I was, I was just like, you've heard, you've heard the show before, and I'm just like, anybody does starts doing a character, I don't, I don't automatically just go like, oh, goody. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. Oh, oh, you're going to do a character. Oh, this is going to, like, anybody calling, it's like, oh, you want to do a character and I'll be the straight man for it? Yeah, let's do this. 
Yeah, I don't know. I thought you'd sit back and just kind of just kind of tee him up like t ball, like just put the just keep putting the t ball the, like on the t ball stand. Just put a baseball up there. You swing <laughs> away, adult Aubrey. Swing, swing through. I'll put another <laughs> ball on the stand. You have no idea how how confident I was going into it. Oh, I have a good. I have a pretty good feeling. Cause you did it was. It. it was sad. Did you say to somebody in the room, I'm going to do, did you say, like, watch this? No, no. No. I'm alone in my kitchen and my boyfriend is in another room watching extras. He's finally getting around (laughs) to extras. We're doing a rewatch. Rewatch? You're going back through the cat while you're going through so you can just go all the way through the Gervais catalog, get to the uh, the new one? No, no, not at all. We were inspired by Derek. knowing knowing about the new one, and then that yeah. reminded us of the good the good one. Because then you're just like, he was good once, right? And then you start looking for it, and then you're just kind of like, this guy still reminds me too much of the current guy. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't know if he was ever good because he has the stink of the current guy still still there, hovering. Yeah, we were. We were trying to track why, how the stink, when the stink began. I think it began very, I think it began during the original office, actually. You think? Yeah, I do. I think it began, I think it began uh, after the second season and before that, the specials. For the Christmas specials. Do you think he got, he got all chuffed up? I just, yeah, I think, I, think, I think he started to become a little bit of, I remember somebody told me, a friend who was living in England said to me, Ooh. I know, right? It was very exciting at the time. Uh, I would say like, what is it really like over there? And what, um, when, when the office was still like on, there was still like, they're making new episodes. Like, oh my God, this thing, this thing is a grace. And I would get like DVDs and like burns of DVDs and things. Yeah. And, um, and then this one friend is just like, he hosts a radio show here. Like a, like he was doing like a music thing. I think at that point, like he'll mm-hmm. like on the, and he's like, he is the character. Like I'm saying it right now. He is. That's the yeah. first time I heard it. And it was like, like, he's kind of that guy. <laughs> and then the, I always remembered that. And then I always have filtered everything through that, that early heads up. Ugh, yeah, that's a, that's a lens I'm glad I didn't have to look through for the last couple of years. Because I always enjoyed him. He's very he funny. Funny, funny. He is funny. So what, uh, what, 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 mm-hmm. what are you trying to get him to show up at, at Yoko? Is that <laughs> no, why you're saying this now? He's uh, actively banned from Yoko. So your kids are doing your show. This is, uh... <laughs> look at this. You know I'm rich, right? <laughs> no atheists allowed at Yoko. <laughs> no atheists allowed. Sorry. Hey, yeah. No atheists. I like. Is that a thing at the door? You 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 vet people. Yeah. <laughs> you throw holy water on them and see if they if they start to smoke. You know, we, you, you you figure it out. You can sniff them out. Yeah. Okay. You got your technique. You don't want because you don't want these people finding out because they'll because they'll do workarounds. Like yeah, if, exactly. If, if you say exactly how you find out that they're atheists, they'll come in like prepared. Like they'll come in 
wearing like a, a cross or something. And they'll probably, yes. uh, they'll, <laughs> instead of like a why so serious t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> they'll leave that at home. Yeah. So what's going on, Claire O'Kane? Um, you know, uh, not much. I, I, I'm a little disappointed, um, that I sent you a, uh, birthday message that I worked upwards of 10 minutes on mm-hmm. and you did not respond. I did not. What the, it, it was, it, it, hold on, hold on, hold on, take care of it right now, take care of it right now. And that's right. Claire has my number. It's a, it, she wrote in all caps, "What's up?" and sent a picture uh, this, of uh, this is before WhatsApp. Sent a picture of uh, uh, of what's his face from The Sopranos, uh, uh, the uh, uh, the guy who got shot at a plane with his choo choo trains. Steve, whoops, whoops. is it Steve Sharippa? Steve Sharippa. And I said, "Happy birthday, Tom Sharippa Wing." And then it's a picture of Steve Sharippa with a great Sopranos message. Yeah, it was very sweet. Uh, I just replied (laughs) to it. I just replied, thank you for this. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm glad you publicly uh, had to shame me with with that. I didn't reply to a text. Um, I think this is the right forum for this. This is the only time I would ever. It wasn't just a text, okay? Uh-huh. I used an app to make this. Okay. Yeah. That's all, right. all I'm saying. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Who else shows up in your thing? Adam ruins everything. Does he show up and do stand-up every once in a while at your thing? I'm sure he could. He's actually, I think, in town ruining stuff at a show. Yeah. He's ruining New York. Actually... Hey, New York's the best city ever. Actually, it kind of isn't. <laughs> what? I, I saw that, like, look, that guy seems like a very nice guy. Uh, Jason claims to have worked with him at one point. He said, Jason said he was like his improv teacher or something. We'd never gotten proof on that. But then he'll do these things on his show where it's just like, like these like false arguments. will be like, somebody will be like, Hey, bacon is the greatest. Actually, it's not that good for you. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. Nobody thought it was good for you. <laughs> hey, bacon is the healthiest food ever. Actually, it's not very healthy. <laughs> and it's like, come on, Alan. You can't ruin that because nobody believes it. Nobody knows. Everybody knows bacon's not the healthiest food. He's running out of things to ruin. Yeah, he's ruined pretty much just about everything. Yeah, Alan. He hasn't ruined podcasts though yet. And speaking of podcasts, uh, can I, Mike and Jason? Can I say that you did that show? Yeah. Mike, Mike and Jason did an appearance on this podcast that this kid does, uh, who is a listener to this show and a caller. Um, Brett, uh, laundry time. Laundry Man, what's his name? Laundry Man with Brent Daniels. <laughs> and it, no wait, no no. Brett Brett or Brent? Brett. Brett Daniels. No, Brett Brett Davis. The guy from Spoon. The guy from Spoon. Brit. No, he's Brit. 
Who's the guy in Flight of the Concords? That's Brett, but he says Brit. He says Brit, but it's Brett. This guy is Brent, but you say Brett. <laughs> Daniels, laundry man. Brett, Brett, laundry man Daniels and his laundry man podcast. Yeah. And Jason and Mike, uh, did did uh, a, a turn on that, and is it funny? Mike said it's not very good. Um, so wow, huh. it's a weird thing for him to say. Um, so yeah, so everybody check out Bre- Brent Laundryman Daniels and his Laundryman podcast. Special guests uh, Jason Gore and AP Mike, um, <clears throat> and your podcast, uh, Claire O'Kane. Where are we at mm-hmm. with that? Um, I feel like I haven't done it in, oh, uh, upwards of four months, but who knows? Maybe they'll come back. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) We'll see. The whole point of it is talking in a park and it's been too cold to be outside. Mm -hmm. So yeah, can't do it. You might've boxed yourself in on that concept a little bit. And I'm okay with the box. That's fine. That's fine. You're, you're like a, you're like a, a, a mime. You're okay being trapped in a box. A box of my own making. You ever do any mime work? You get the hands up, like you feel like you're in the box, like oh, I'm in the box. I'm in the box. <laughs> or the wind. Yeah, the wind. Whoa, oh, it's windy. Yeah. What it, can, yeah. would you allow a mime to perform at Yoko? Your your stand up comedy uh, special. Oh. Absolutely. Um, what Mine if I? Is, uh, yeah. What if I went and did my, um, did some of my uh, topical material at it? Like, uh, I got a fair amount of uh, of uh, Full House jokes now with the the woman from Full House. Hmm. And and uh, Felicity Huffman, they got hauled off today. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I that's great. Super that. gospel. Can you give me a taste? Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I guess, and that's the voice I do when I'm on stage. Yeah, hi. <laughs> like, I, uh, so I guess, uh, what's the woman from Full House's name? I'm afraid, I don't know. Dory Lachlan. Yeah, so I heard Dory Lachlan and Felicity Huffman, uh, cheated to get their kids in school uh nice one okay that's it nice one was the punchline yeah i was watching uh i was watching the shape of water the other day and uh Mm -hmm. this fish uh goes and uh he's running around and then he bites uh michael shannon's fingers off and i'm like uh, yeah, right. Okay. Thoughts? Uh, you know, I, you know what? Send us a tape. Send us a tape. And then, um, I'll try to get our producer to email you back as soon as possible, but, uh. Yeah, yeah so I heard, yeah. I heard Dory Lachlan okay. and Felicity Huffman, uh, got arrested because they cheated getting their kids into school uh i guess maybe they should have gone to school to learn about you don't cheat 
Nice one. Oh, okay. So you have kind of you're kind of like a catchphrase. Sorry. Yeah, I am. Kind of like okay. uh, laundry man. That's my laundry man thing because he's always like, and I'm the laundry man. That's right? actually true. He does do that. Yeah. So if I did that, and then uh, I think I could probably kill it at Yoko, right? If I did that. Yeah. 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 So I was watching the Green Book the other day. Uh, oh no! I'm actually working on a. I'm actually writing a Green Book now. You know what a Green in the movie the Green Book is a place like it was a book that like, like they, they oh, call yeah. it that because it's like a book that would be for like people who people of color who could there were safe places they could go to and and mm-hmm. you know and eat and stay. But I'm actually working on an updated Green Book now. It's for it's for safe places where people who like the movie Green Book can go, <laughs> and not have to go to a restaurant and have people say, uh, "I think the movie The Green Book sucks." Hmm. So it's for that. Okay. I wouldn't do that on on stage, though. I feel it's a little too hot. Um, so all those places would probably be like in New Jersey. It'd be like restaurants you know you could go into, hotels you know that they'll play Green Book on the, like on demand, you can <laughs> rent the Green Book. It's any hotel you'd stay at has the Green Book available either as a, as an on demand or maybe a physical copy of the, of the, of the, like a Blu-ray or, uh, or even like the script. You could perform the Green Book. I would I would appreciate a, a script of Green Book in every uh, side table like in if, hotels yeah. around the country. Like, yeah, like if some chain, like if suddenly, if like if like uh, uh, like uh, Sheridan announced in all their hotels, there will be a copy <laughs> of the Green Book script in the in the night table, and you can and that you can perform in the lobby. Uh, they will have nightly performances of the green book <laughs> and you just come downstairs with your script great idea Tom there you go Claire Kane. put that one in, in your show and smoke it um, <laughs> what the <laughs> alright uh, I, I hope to see you soon Thank you for the yeah. birth. Thanks, thanks for shaming me for not replying to your birthday wishes publicly. <laughs> I appreciate that. Really, uh, really, the spirit of ha- of saying happy birthday to someone is uh, is also uh, punishing them if they don't reply uh, to the birthday wish. It's, um, oh yeah, you you've been roasted. You roasted me, and you, you yeah. Know, the, the, everyone likes the roasts now too. What's that about? Like, what's the? Is there ever going to be like a Yoko roast night? Um, that's actually a really good idea. <laughs> Yoko roast night, right? Yeah. Look out! Right, you gotta have a siren. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> We're bringing a little bit of the creek and cave to Yoko tonight. <laughs> a little bit of that tood. A little bit of that Long Island City tood. We love the LIC uh-huh. at Yoko. The roast night. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's a great uh I think Yoko call it what would you call it? Yoko Rosto, right? Um Yeah, I guess. 
Yoko. Yoko. Maybe. Oh no, it's roast night. Yeah. What are you called? Yeah. That? Yoko. Oh no, it's roast oh, night. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> it's roast night. Yoko. <laughs> oh no, it's it's roast night at Yoko. <laughs> not too wordy. Yoko. No, oh no, it's night. roast night at Yoko. No, roast culture's in, and hopefully here to stay. Roast culture's in, friendship out. Yeah, that's why I roasted you about that birthday. I'm yeah, not no, your friend oh, anymore. No. Oh. Because of that, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it was a ship. Yeah, and then I just fall through the, like the floor opens up and I just fall through because I lost the roast <laughs> battle. <laughs> Um, yeah. Have you done roast battles? Have you done that? Uh, I've done, um, uh, what are those, what are those called when you, I guess just single roast directed at one person roast. Okay. Who was the, who was the, who was the honor <laughs> of the subject? I once roasted, uh, Shane Smith, the, uh, creator of Vice yeah. Media. Mm-hmm. At a um, an event, and yeah. my fellow roasters were Fred Armisen as a character. Okay. Uh, you didn't do uh, you didn't do grown up Aubrey at this, did you? No, this is uh, this is uh, pre grown up Aubrey. Okay. Um, Johnny Knoxville. Okay. Your and your friend Johnny Knoxville. The head of uh, HBO. <laughs> so you went and, to a roast, and you? And me. Yeah. And the whole audience were the heads, uh, executives of major cable networks. And uh, Shane was the uh, person they were honoring for some reason. And I was asked to do it, and it was insane. It's um it's funny how um how like you roast somebody who like has like a billion dollars and then they're mm-hmm. just like like hey you're stupid and he just goes ho, 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 ho. Mm-hmm. oh you got me <laughs> like somebody who just won and is not sweating anything can just go like ooh yeah, it's all good fun. It's yeah. all fun and games. Yeah. And then I got to take the bus home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you got me. You got me. And meanwhile, you're just like like, <laughs> r- like running after the bus 45 minutes later. <laughs> I'm sneaking he, onto the bus. Yeah. And he's like on his helipad. Uh, he's on his helipad wondering which which chopper to get into. <laughs> Claire O'Kane at Baby's First Gun. I say That's it. I say to you, thank you for calling. It was very nice to talk to you. You call me anytime nice you want. Nice to talk to you. Right. I'll talk to you soon. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. That was nice. The national national act, Claire O'Kane. You like that, Mike? This whole thing with this uh, college thing. So I guess they like cheated to get like their kids into school. It's like, I don't know.
Who cares? School's for suckers. Excited to do over again. I, I for for the longest time I'm like, oh, I didn't go to a good school. Well, I care. I should just got the work. She just started shoveling shoveling rocks at eighteen. No one's ever asked me what school I went to ever. Like, it's like if you didn't in the in 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 the entertainment biz, it's like either you went to Harvard or you went to like the UCB theater or not or or whatever else you did. Like that's it. It's like, did you go to Harvard or did you go to, um, what school did you go to to learn improv or, hey, good for you. Best show. Hey there, Tom. Can you hear me? I can. To whom am I speaking? Uh, hi, this is Nico from Delaware, and uh, yeah, I'm definitely a perpetrator of a tiny crime. Yeah. Uh, I uh, interrupted you earlier, and I just want to apologize to you and to the whole crew. Well, it's all right. I appreciate. I appreciate you trying to yeah. be a solid citizen and, and and clear up. You blew it, and you, you're trying to straighten things out. Yeah, definitely. I mean. I really felt really guilty, and, you know, you've already been having a tough time with the pizza thing and everything at the 65 cents, and... You don't worry I mean, about it, buddy. You don't worry. You don't Yeah, worry. well, thank you. You know, that, that's a real load off. That's a real right, load well, off. Thank you, you so you much. You have a great night. Take a load off, Nico. Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. Thank you. Night. Pat, you have any uh, any uh, small crimes? Any small crimes happen to you? He he played his dumb commercial. No, it's not dumb. It's great. No, it was very dumb. It was extremely dumb. No, I mean I I didn't mean to be hurtful with no, it. No, it's, it's a great commercial. <laughs> there is literally. No way you could be hurtful of this. Super Shoes. And don't forget, you can get your hunting license at Super Shoes, too. Don't get caught without yours this year. With brand names like Rocky, Browning, and Timberland, at discounts to 10 to 50%, Super Shoes can outfit you for the nastiest of weather this season. So when the crazy old woman has you in her crosshairs, don't freeze up. Keep warm with super shoes and Christian. I mean, did you just picture there's a dead old lady now? See, now, here's the thing. Until tonight, yeah. I thought I was the one being shot in that commercial. Okay. I thought the old woman was the one that pulled the trigger. Well, you're saying don't freeze up. It means it means pull your gun out. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that until tonight. How? And yeah. I do kind of feel terrible about it. Yeah. I don't know how. Mike, yeah. it's that's sick, right? Yeah. It's what? Yeah, it is. That's that's uh, that's that's sinful, actually, actual sinful. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I feel terrible. Well, it's all right. But she was ninety-five. She had a good life. 
Pat. Yeah. Do you have a thing? Uh, a thing for the show? Uh, you know, I think we we've we've covered a lot of them in the show's history of uh, of scheming and shows and the schemer talks. And I mean, mm-hmm. as you can imagine, there's plenty more of those stories. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. When I was a kid, maybe um, where some of that originated. Probably my older sister mm-hmm, mm-hmm. being like, hey, you know, we could do this instead of that. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Uh, Very cagey. Yeah. We could do this instead of that. Mm-hmm. Still, still dancing around the, the thing. Yeah, do this instead of that. It's like Goodfellas. It is. I'll look. You did the one. Uh, my, my favorite one you did is when you uh, when you did a full uh, uh, Mentos. You Mentosed your way into a, to that uh, Bob Dylan concert. Yes. In in Hoboken, the Americana Music Festival, where you showed up and you just had a. How did you dress? I dressed like crew, and I just walked in holding a cardboard box, an empty cardboard box, uh-huh. and I was dressed um, in I guess what they call show black. Okay. Yeah. Black polo. Yeah. Black jeans. Yeah. Black shoes and a black hat. And then I had a bunch of various lanyards that I just <laughs> accumulated over the yeah. years. And then you just had a cardboard box. Cardboard box. With nothing in it. Nope. I actually I rode my bike from Jersey City to Hoboken uh to the park grounds where they had it and I passed by uh I forget who what the company is, but they make coffee right by Observer Highway, and I was like, I bet I could just put mm-hmm. this box, uh-huh. pull the box, a used box out of the garbage. I could fold it under my arm, assemble it when I get there, and just put it on my shoulder and <laughs> uh-huh. act like it's really heavy. Yeah. Full Mentos treatment. Like you're like them. What if somebody was like, you, you're trying to Mentos us? <laughs> I'd run in as fast yeah. as I could. Yeah. But yeah. And then I'd, no, that's... That's spectacular, but that's like that's one I'm gonna say. That's a that's a teeny that's a teeny crime. It's a teeny crime. I I actually got caught. Uh, I think the last time I ever snuck in to anything was when uh, the Force Awakened mm-hmm. when that came out in theaters, and yeah. I and I just couldn't go, and I couldn't get a ticket. I couldn't uh-huh. go. I couldn't, and so I was so frustrated that I was like. I'm just going to sneak in, mm-hmm. and there will be a seat because somebody's not going to show up. Yeah, yeah. And I snuck in, and uh, they they caught me immediately. <laughs> and I had already uh-huh. bought, like, a popcorn uh-huh. and, like, a so big you, drink. When you, when you were sneaking in, how did you sneak in? You just powered through? Um, yeah, I just, like, there, there was a lot of uh, – at the Newport Mall here in Jersey mm-hmm. City, I don't know if you've ever gone to that one, there's a lot of, like – you can still make it over to the snack area. Okay, without a ticket. Without a ticket. And then, yeah. like, there's enough confusion going on yeah. where you can go through the exit yeah. and have them not I – mean, yeah. and, I, and I thought, well – Or, if or I, so you thought. It, actually, purchasing snacks was part of the plan because I was uh-huh. like, oh, I'll just – I'll have a bunch of snacks. Yeah. And they're not going to think anything's no. wrong with this yeah. with this single person going into a theater by himself. I was alone. Yeah. I think it was actually mm-hmm. before a best show, too. I was okay. trying to, like – uh-huh. Fit it in in that window of like 6, 6 p.m. showing or something. Uh-huh. And then you – I got caught. So I watched the fr- – and uh, 
Another part was it was a it was the three D screening. Okay. And I was clearly the only one without the glasses. But by I was I was in a weird panic. I was like, okay, next part is I'll get my seat, I'll put all the snacks down, uh-huh. then I'll double back to one of the you know, garbage cans that are sanctioned for three D glasses. Yeah, like they yeah, just yeah. and I'll just I'll just fish one out. Yeah, yeah. No problem. I'll buy you a ticket to the movies if this is if this is a thing. <laughs> It was a time. If this is a thing, I'll just just ask me. Say you want to go to the movies rather than fish dirty 3D yeah. glasses out of a garbage. It, it was their, different. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a, say, it was say a Tom, I'd like ago. to go to the movies. Okay. Can you buy me a ticket to the movie so I don't have to fish used 3D glasses out of the can out of that box that everybody drops them in, covered in popcorn butter. You know, in other countries, you buy 3D glasses and you bring your own to the theater. That's way smarter. I you mean, could also do that. You could also go get your own yeah. here too. Well, I wanted to. I didn't want to see it in 3D. I wanted to see it in 2D, and 2D was sold out. Mm-hmm. And I think I was just like, I can, I can figure this out. Someone's not yeah. going to go. I didn't figure out. And then I was so stressed when I got caught, and I had mm-hmm. this giant popcorn and soda. And I paid for parking too, because it's mm-hmm. like a it's a it's a mall in a city. So like, yeah. there was a parking lot. I was so stressed. I got back in the car and I st- tried to drive to the other mall based theater in Jersey City mm-hmm. on Route 440. Uh-huh. And I tried to make that, and I got stuck in traffic. I was just like, you know, I was like at my worst. <laughs> I couldn't get uh-huh. to this movie. And, and, you know, in hindsight, I'm like, it's, it wasn't even that good or worth it. But it was just – it was the frustration of being denied mm-hmm. every chance I had to try to see it. Yeah. And, like, it always being sold out or something yeah, yeah. always happening. And I was just, like, you know, falling down in this weird motion yeah. of it. But You should talk to Mike. He'll get you he, – he's got connects in, <laughs> in uh, Bayonne. Any movie you want. Yeah. He'll just get it. will just be out of trunk. You just you might uh, it might be uh, a little wobbly the framing of the Force Awakens, right, right Mike? Yeah. What movies can you get? Anything new from your guy? Uh huh. But I would believe that that same guy has Force Awakens like in his file somewhere. Oh right? no, I'm sure. What, what, Mike? What's a new? What's the latest thing you got from him? You got it. Can you ever forgive me? That one? Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it too, Mike. It's a good movie. I could have, I could have lent you my screener of it uh, five months ago. <laughs> great, great. Um, yeah. You know, I think I might do. I might just. I'm. I'm thinking we're gonna wrap it up now. It's it's eleven forty. Let's wrap up the show. Best show will be back next week. Thanks, everybody, listening. Yeah. The show is what the show is. The show ends when the show ends. I know what I like. In your wardrobe. Getting better. Let's play something, uh, one of my favorite records, Meg Baird and Mary Lattimore. It's Ghost Forest records. Great. Let's play something from that. Uh, what are labels this on? Three lobe? 
this on three loud? I think it is. Hold on. Let's see. Yeah. Three loud. Great label. If this were, this record is fantastic. Came out last year. We're going to listen to In Cedars. And uh, Besh will be back next week.